It's often a bit mystifying how brands magically go viral overnight. Sometimes they make it big, and other times they crash and burn. Is the road to brand fame and a bump to the bottom line worth the risk? I'm Alexis. And I'm Melissa. And we're just a little obsessed with these marketing moments. So join us as we break down the craziest brand stunts, from how the idea sparked to how the heck they pulled it off. Or didn't, and of course, will it stick? not done this in a while. I know. Like two months. Because we've been crazy. So crazy. Like it's like mom working two, two businesses. businesses. <laughs> um, 17 sports. Yeah. I just don't even know. It is it is not. We're doing our best. Like we, I'd like to get back into a regular schedule. Yes. One day. One day. Hopefully this is the start. This is the start. I'm excited. (laughs) Me too. Did you miss talking about all these fun brands? I did, actually. Did you miss listening to us? They did. (laughs) The crowd just went wild, like, ah. We'll have to put in, like, applause, you know, like, cheering sounds. (gasps) Well, today I'm excited, and we almost pushed this episode off because we were busy once again, but something happened this week that I had to cover immediately. Um, So, unless you've been hiding under a rock, which you actually may have been. Uh, No, I haven't been hiding under a rock. I've been hiding behind my steering wheel because I've been in my car this week. I don't even know how many hours. I've seen the entire valley. It has been rough. Yeah. I didn't think I was going to make it till today. So, you've not been living under a rock, but you've just been busy. But you've been on TikTok still, right? No, no TikTok. Okay. Well, then you will. I'm not like a tick. I'm not like. You got to do it because you're missing every single trend. Well, I know. I get on it, but I just, it like consumes my life and I just have too busy and I'm like, can't, I would love to just be in my bed by myself, like zoning out, but I've had kids in my bed or I've been back at like 10 o'clock. So I just hit the pillow and I'm like. Yeah. Well, all over TikTok over the past week has been Tarte Cosmetics. Oh, I thought you were going to talk about the freaking flower song. Well, that too, which I think it's so funny. You were like, it's only 20-year-old girls. No, it's like 30 and 40-year-old women. I love that song too. But anyways, no, Tarte Cosmetics and their recent influencer trip to Dubai. Have you heard anything about it? Just your one comment. And I was like, why didn't we get invited? Oh, Well, that's funny. Literally everyone is talking about it on TikTok. Like my For You page for the past week has every other story has been something related to Tarte Cosmetics and this trip. And it's not just TikTok, it's the internet. I mean, there's a million news articles now. It is being brought up like on talk shows as like a, you know, their, their pop culture references Everyone is talking about it. And, of course, couldn't resist covering it. And I think a lot of people feel a strong sense of, like, either passion for the brand or hate for the brand because of this. And I honestly think it's the haters. It's because of misinformation. Okay. So I kind of want to go into what happened and, like, why I think Tarte's freaking crushing it. And it may be an unpopular opinion, but I have data to back it up. Tart. I don't know if I own any tart. I was. I'm two faced. Tarts. I was real, thinking that tart has real. They have the face 
tape or whatever it's called is amazing. It's like the most amazing contour. They have a great contour makeup and then they have awesome, awesome, awesome concealer. And they are really known. They were one of the first to do um, a blush that is like a stain, which you stole my whatever my other Benet- stain You know what I was going to say? I need another. No, they're the first ones who did it. Okay, we might need to go to Sephora after this because I need more of that. And I want that white eyeliner like you said. Oh, I bought on Amazon. Why do you go to stores? You're crazy. What a waste of time. Because I like looking and playing. I don't. Fuck that shit. <laughs> okay, back to Tarte. So brand awareness for Tarte is at an all-time high. I mean, first of all, brand trips are not typically this widely discussed. They happen all the time. Like it's not Yeah, I was going to say not normal. Is it just because it's Dubai or what? We'll talk about it. But like back in even like the early days of YouTube, brand trips have been really popular even since then. Like it's always been a thing. They've always been staples among beauty and lifestyle vloggers. Brands like Benefit that we just talked about, they've done all kinds of different destinations where these influencers can create content, use the products, and talk about the brand. Even Tarte has done similar brand trips like this in the past, but to social media users who were not like really aware of the height of beauty and lifestyle YouTubers like in the, you know, mid-2010s, these extravagant trips to them like that they're just seeing now feel off-putting and a little wasteful, especially in the current economic conditions when everyone's like, We're walking into a recession. People can't afford to pay their bills, like credit card debts at an all-time high. Yet we have these influencers flying first class to Dubai. Hmm. You know? Yes. So for the brand, though, even the bad press can pay off. Okay. So first of all, to start with the founding, Tarte was founded in 1999 by a woman named Maureen Kelly, who is a total badass risk-taking woman. Like she was 27 when she started it out of her New York City apartment. She was married to her first husband who was pretty supportive of her and she had no experience in the cosmetics business. She was actually like went to college and was training to be like a psychiatrist or a neuropsychologist, something crazy. Okay. And she hated it. So she started, she always her whole life was obsessed with makeup. She would give her friends like lip glosses for Christmas. She would use beeswax, always natural products. Like She just was always into like, she wanted the best quality and she wanted natural. She wanted ingredients you could pronounce. And back in like 99, every makeup, no one was worried about what was in our makeup. Like we weren't thinking about it. It was all ingredients you couldn't say. It was not paraben free. And she wanted that. So out of her one bedroom apartment in Manhattan, she started Tarte Cosmetics And at one point, she had accumulated $100,000 in credit card debt to start this business. Okay. So that's where she started from. No experience, 27, one-bedroom apartment in debt to start this brand. Quickly, she gained a following because she had really unique and high-quality products. Like, there was a lot of things that were different. And today, Tarte is one of the biggest makeup brands in the world. Interesting. So how did they get so dang famous? I don't know. They launched... At first, a small line of lip glosses and cheek stains, like I said, and then they quickly expanded that to include more products. And they've executed quite a few like really big ad campaigns throughout the years. Same with marketing stunts. They've really focused and played hard in the influencer space. They've hosted events and pop-ups, and 
they were one of the first brands to really use social media to sell their product. Like, Interesting. I mean, in 1999, e-commerce wasn't even a thing. So they didn't have a website when they first started. Okay. But then once they got a website and once social media started launching in the early 2000s, they saw a huge opportunity and they were one of the first to jump on it. So okay, I need to see them on social media. Oh, yeah. You're going to love it. I mean, TikTok is where you need to go, but don't go right now because you'll see everything I'm talking about. So one of the biggest campaigns that made them like social media famous was the launch of their Shape Tape Concealer. This is the thing that like you will see every influencer talking about. This generated so much buzz and sold out quickly, becoming one of the best selling concealers on the market. They partnered with, I mean, the biggest people, Lex, for this launch. Kim Kardashian, Shay Mitchell, like, and many others to promote this product. And that's what made it so insanely popular. Like, investing that money for Kim Kardashian to promote it, you know? And really, this launch of Shape Tape is considered one of the most successful PR and marketing launches in the beauty industry, like, in general. Okay. So that's the model. Okay. Okay. So now let's talk about this little trip that's blown up the internet. So in January, Tarte partnered with Sephora Middle East to host a group of popular creators from around the globe in Dubai. They were bringing them from the United States mostly. I think there probably were a few from other countries, but to Dubai. And it was a three-day trip that was to promote the upcoming launch of Tarte's new foundation. Okay. Are you paying attention? Yeah. No, I was looking at shape tape. Okay. So the whole trip was to promote a new foundation. Well, participants were given a plus one to travel with them, and they were treated to a luxury experience complete with business class flights on Emirates, like the fanciest airline. Yeah. They were given private villas at the Ritz-Carlton, I'm going to butcher this name, Ras al Khaima at al Hamra Beach. It's actually not in Dubai. It's like, I think, 45 minutes to an hour outside of Dubai. Okay. But it is a Ritz-Carlton that is fancy AF. Okay. Okay. So people who were invited were insanely big TikTokers, like Meredith Duxbury. She's a makeup influencer with over 16 million followers. Alex Earl, who right now is all over TikTok. She is a relatively new influencer who literally gained popularity, I mean, in what the internet is saying is overnight. I mean, she she's the one who, like, modeled the Get Ready With Me videos that everyone is obsessed with. And she – everyone just can't get over her way of What's doing it. Alex Earl, A-L-I-X. Okay. Don't do it now. It's going to take you way – you're going to go deep, seriously. Okay. But she's so interesting because she's a college student. I think she's a senior at University of Miami. And – She just gets ready and has this really interesting way of doing her makeup. She's so gorgeous. She's very honest about her lip fillers, her Botox, her boob job, all of these things she does. And she just talks about her life, the parties she goes to. And, like, it makes women like us who, like, are no longer cool, like, in that space. Like, it is reminiscent of, like, our college days. And it makes us feel like— Where did she go to school? University of Miami. Okay. And she is just—it's almost like she's so— approachable but not approachable and like you just become obsessed with her okay it's i'm gonna bananas. have to follow her so she's newer she now has over four million followers and then oh monet mcmichael a beauty and lifestyle blogger with over two million followers those are just a few of them and so these creators all of a sudden like i think this was 
like a week and a half ago, they all started posting about traveling to Dubai. So we didn't even, no one knew this was happening. And all of a sudden, all these big influencers are like, um, I'm headed to Dubai with Tarte. And they're doing the get ready with me to go to Dubai. Here's what I'm packing. Here's my plus one. It's my mom. It's my friend. It's whatever. And all of this content was coming out about this trip. They're all on their business class flights on Emirates, like expensive $20,000 tickets, you know, apparently. And once they got to their destination, they were showing off their personal villas at the Ritz-Carlton. They were showing off when they walked into their rooms, all of these cosmetics and also like clothing and other items that were gifted to them. And it, it was just, it would blow your mind. Like it would be your favorite thing, like free shit. Yes, I and love a free it. trip, like a fancy trip. Oh my trip. god, I gotta see this now. It was amazing. So for context, the Ritz Carlton, like I said, is fancy. Like a normal room, like a pool villa, starts at like nine hundred and fifty dollars a night. But these influencers all got their own villas for three nights, so it was like three grand probably per influencer, plus the twenty grand flying. Yeah, and. That's not including, like, anything else. Excursions, all that stuff. Okay. So shortly into their trip, questions began to arise online. One of the first videos that, like, called out the trip and really started questioning things was from a creator named Jack McGuire. He's uh, part of Barstool, which is, you know, a huge production company. Oh, yeah. And he uploaded a few videos, like, kind of making fun of the trip and really poking holes in, like, this is not feasible for a brand to do. Like, look at the expense. Look at how crazy it is. Because how much do you think they paid the influencers? I'll tell you. I get to it. I get to it. So some followers on TikTok, like, really started wondering, like, how much could this have cost the brand? And, like, did Tarte pay these influencers, like you just said, like, in addition to all this travel? Like, it seems kind of crazy. Some took it upon themselves to, like, start investigating. So we get all – we start getting all this content from all these other influencers who are, like, diving into the details. They want to know what's going on. And they want to know exactly how much money was spent. And others were sharing their opinions about how tone-deaf they felt this brand was, like, in light of, like I said, the economic conditions. Like – How can you be spending this kind of money when, like, people are losing their jobs, right? Well, I mean, they're making money, clearly. Totally. So what did all of this commentary do, Alexis? Cause a controversy. No, it just got people talking about Tarte. Like, it was everywhere. Oh, Like, you could not – I, you – it's weird that you didn't even hear it. Like, it is – it was all over the internet, all over every social channel, all over the news. Like, well, I've kind of been in a hole, yeah. Lately, but for like, the last I'm, two weeks. but it's just it got everyone talking. So regardless of it was like they were questioning things, or they were concerned, or they thought it was cool or jealous, like they were talking about Tarte. So the reality is, and we were set straight by the CEO Maureen. This brand got exposure from the creators by inviting them to this trip, but they didn't have to pay them to attend. They didn't pay a single influencer, no matter how big they were, for their time or to post. Okay. Actually, they signed agreements, and nothing in the agreements were requirements for posting at all. It was a relationship-building trip. And Maureen Kelly, she said that, like, this was – this has always been an ultimate goal of Tarte. That's what they've always done this kind of, you know, tactic. And building a long-term relationship with these influencers – is way more beneficial than anything else. But she knows in doing this 
that she was going to get a ton of content. content. But what I thought was really interesting about this is some of these creators, like if you watch the Get Ready With Me videos or whatever they're doing in Dubai from their villa, they're putting their makeup on with just one Tarte product, using 10 other products from 10 other brands. So as a person consuming the content and like a makeup fanatic, I feel like it was way more authentic that they weren't using all Tarte products and they were literally using the things that they love and showing a product that they just tested or showing one that they love from Tarte, but it wasn't all about Tarte. So like others who are maybe less educated, not marketers like us, you know, looked at this like, oh my God, Tarte wasted all this money. They're promoting other products. Their products must suck. Did anyone even get influenced to buy? Like there's so many videos. Like I wasn't even influenced to buy one thing from Tarte. And that wasn't number one, the point. But number two, it's not true. Yeah. But like no one, I mean, I have a lot of Thrive cosmetics, but I also have a collection of so many different, like I said, Too Faced and like all these other brands that I like, and it's because of a specific product for a specific part of your face. Totally. And like, I'm willing to try if someone gives me a product and like raves about it, or if I'm easily influenced to buy something, but like, I don't switch just because of a brand. I switch because I love a product. So I just thought it was really cool that this comes out, that it wasn't a requirement. And these influencers like did their normal thing. They were real. Yeah. You know? I mean, I think that's cool. Yeah. And- The CEO, Maureen, did decline to share, like, the total amount she spent on the trip, but she did confirm that the brand had tons of partnerships. Like, that is how you and I know. Yeah. That is how these things get afforded. So, like, they partnered with Sephora Middle East. So, like, a lot of the product that they gave was from probably, like, a Sephora product if it wasn't Tarte. Yeah. Also, like, all the clothing they gifted, all of that, that was collaborations and partnerships. They probably didn't pay for that at all. Same with the Ritz. The Ritz got so much exposure. Like, uh, even though we don't know for sure, I think she did mention in one interview they had a collaboration with the Ritz, but, like, they probably got some kind of deal or hookup for being there. Oh, yeah. So, I mean, the clothes and the Bane suits are so cute, too. Like, that definitely. So everyone probably chipped in. I just think every I, – I, well, I think Tarte put the hard cash up front, but I think they got discounts on a lot of things, and they got a lot of free things donated, which that's how this always works, you guys. Like, it, brands are smart, and they do collaborations and partnerships, and everyone gets exposure. Like, it just – that's how it makes sense. I want to go buy their bronzer. It's amazing. Their, their bronzer is amazing. The little dot one? That's – that's um, it's not a bronzer. That's a contour pen. The one that is really good, so I have that one. The one that everyone raves about is the Charlotte Tillsbury one, but it's always sold out. Oh, yeah, and I love Charlotte Tillsbury. Yeah. That, I did have that one a long time ago. It's really good, yeah. So even though these creators talked about, like, other beauty products while on the trip hosted by Tarte, like I said, Tarte has been a trending topic on TikTok, on Instagram, since the trip began on January 18th. And the hashtag, Trippin' with Tarte, has over 140 million views, like, at the time of this recording. And the hashtag Tarte Dubai Trip has over 20 million views. Like I said, like, this was everywhere on TikTok. You could not escape it. That's crazy. So everyone's talking about it, whether they're complaining or not. Yeah, I mean, it's everywhere. And now all these other people are just buying, like, this girl's like, I just so bought- much shit. I know. I want to buy this mood ring makeup. Yep. That looks fun. So... Like, the organic reach, including posts from those who felt the trip was in poor taste, cannot be denied. Like, this had to have exceeded all expectations 
of what the brand thought they could get. But also, Alexis, this got more exposure and cost less, I would argue, than a brand running a 30-second Super Bowl commercial. Oh my gosh. And that's crazy. One of Maureen's quotes in one of these articles, she's so flippin' smart. She's a little bit older than you and I. Well, a little older than you, a lot older than me. Um, <laughs> but she she said, she said in one of these like interviews that like this is their Super Bowl. This is where they spend their money. They're buying relationships, they're paying for great content. It's the result of these relationships. And this makes sense for them. A Super Bowl commercial for $7 million makes zero sense for them. Well, and as everyone knows, I mean, influencers are the next, like, I mean, they've They're been the thing. They're not the next thing. They're the thing. They are the thing. I mean, that's where people are going to spend their money because people buy from people that they can relate to or, I mean, it's so funny how it's like you see it and like you, we were talking about, like you see the destination. You want to look like that person or you want to be like that person. So you're buying. It's crazy. Totally. And just by the way, I saw that Alex Earl, she like supposedly charges anywhere between 40 and 70 grand per brand sponsored post. Like in, and that all just happened. Like she just blew up like this month. And that's how much, I mean, again, I, I don't, didn't crazy. hear that from her. But that's what the media is reporting. So super interesting how fast that can happen. But, you know, what is everyone pissed about? Like, like that. that's what I was so confused when I was going through all this content. Because they like, didn't get invited. I, clearly, like some, a lot of people, only 50 got invited, the biggest. And the other thing people were mad about when I started digging into it was, like, the lack of diversity and inclusion on this trip and from Tarte's product line. And when I did some more digging – this actually is something that Tarte's gotten like slapped on the hand for and had to recover from. And I'm a little surprised they didn't think a little more intentionally about that on this trip. Like a bunch of TikTok users were pointing out and you can, you'll see all the comments now that I've told you about it. Like the lack of racial diversity of the creators invited on this trip. Like it just seemed like it was a bunch of white girls. But also like if you look at the pictures, there are you know, brown girls, there's, there's darker women, but it's not obvious. It seems like a, it doesn't seem like it was intentional. Yeah. Um, and it doesn't seem diverse enough. So I understand this perspective. Like in the past in 2018, Tarte faced major backlash for not having enough shades available in that popular shape tape concealer. Like everyone was like, they made it for white girls. That's what it was at That's first. Crazy. And so this led to accusations of just like not being, you know, culturally relevant or, diver you know, catering to diverse customers. So in response to these criticisms, Tarte really like, you know, stepped it up. They improved their shade range. They were way more inclusive in their marketing campaigns. But they didn't really seem to have that intentionality in mind with this trip, which is the one miss. Unless I'm missing something, but no, I, I love some diversity. Yeah, but it's not like I didn't see a single black woman. Hmm. I didn't see one. I gotta get this lip plumper now. <laughs> see, so I just knowing that that happened to them in the past, doesn't it feel to you like they should have been super conscious of that? Yeah. Right. I mean, they have all. Yeah, they do. Do they? Yeah. Okay. Well, then I mean, maybe people just didn't dive deep enough. People just want to be dramatic. Yeah. Okay. Well. That was the biggest, the biggest complaint. And then, you know, these other people were so freaking funny and you're going to love how Tarte responded to this. So 
uneducated TikTokers are saying things like, I wasn't influenced to buy a thing. What a waste of money. Their whole marketing team's probably fired. People were sleuthing so much. They were going on LinkedIn and seeing that like Tart posted a job for director of marketing and they were like, oh, see, they fired their whole team. They were fucking idiots. Well, so the CEO, I freaking am obsessed with her. First of all, she had an interview come out on Monday of this week on How I Built This with Guy Raz and it's so good. So you got to listen to that. Like all happened at the perfect timing. Yes. But she did a TikTok. First of all, they did one on the Tarte social media channel that I want to show you on Tarte's TikTok. After all this controversy, watch this. Okay. Can you read it? Okay, can you describe that, Lex? Yeah. She's like a cosmetic, I don't know. Like she's like a tube of a concealer. Tube of something. And she walks in and she goes, point of view, when you walk into your office and the marketing team spent all their money on a brand trip. trip, And and she's like holding her coffee for like, and the caption says, so I'm guessing today's marketing sync is canceled. And that's like on Tarte's page. Like Tarte created that content. She's just making fun of it. She's just like, you guys don't get it. And so that was on Tarte's page. And then Maureen on her TikTok she did – wait, let me find this. Oh, wait. By the way, that video at this time has 2.7 million views and has received over 5,000 comments. And people are saying things like, this ad makes me want to buy Tarte more than any influencer trip would. Another one said, I love how you're all dealing with this drama the internet's trying to make about your marketing. So, like, people are, like, applauding them yeah. for just laughing at themselves and being like, you guys are idiots if you don't see what we did here because you're all fucking talking about us. Yeah. You know? Heck. So then Maureen posted this one. Oh, no. There's Melanie. That's a shame. She's really nice. Did you read it? No. I, I didn't read it. It says, hang on. It. it says, waking up Monday morning, scrolling TikTok to find out I fired my entire marketing team. Um, which she didn't. Um, yeah. And it's over like this audio of like, oh, no, it's Melanie. Like, whatever. I liked her. Her caption says, must have been the other Tart CEO. Oh my gosh, that's hilarious. So she's just like poking fun at it, not taking it too seriously. But her responses in every single media interview have been honest and fun and not afraid. Like she's answering all the questions and she's basically like proving everything wrong. Like, you, here's what we did. Here's why we did it. Like, here's how we afforded it. Here's like what we've always done. It just, I think. It's like, so are all these brands, this is what's so messed up. People just are jealous and they always want to get mad at something. So are all these people going to get mad at brands for spending $5 million on a Super Bowl commercial in state of the economy? Like, come on. And then like people are, right, exactly. No one's going to say shit. But the other thing that I've been finding on TikTok as it relates to makeup is like there's another influencer who's like being called out right now for using, promoting a mascara, but using fake eyelashes. And at first, like, you're like, yeah, that's kind of stupid. Like, why would she pretend like that's the mascara? Think about every single ad we've watched since we were little. Do you think the the Maybelline commercials, they don't have fake eyelashes? Do you think the Pantene Pro-B commercials, they don't have hair extensions? Like, it's fucking how it works. Like, why? So would I personally promote a mascara if I had fake eyelashes? Probably not. Your eyelashes look really long, and by the way. And I'm going to do a TikTok about it because it's that I've tried every lash growth serum, It's and I hate MLMs. It's only the Rodan and Fields that work. I know. I was going to say, can you – I ran I just, out of my – I don't have an account, but I have a friend that I can connect you with. Can, 
But I like it's worth the 150 bucks. It lasts me like six months because once your yeah. lashes grow, like you don't have to use it every day. Like you might want to use it every day for like three months. And then you just like sporadically do it a couple of times a week. And regardless, like I wouldn't I feel comfortable having fake lashes and pretending like it's like a mascara. Like your eyelashes are touching your I know. top. It's been like that forever because it's so, so freaking good. But like – Anyways, everyone's freaking out. And I'm like, have you not paid attention to advertising your whole life? You think people really look like that? <laughs> no. And like even these – even Alex Earl uses a filter when she puts her makeup on. Like just – we have to like know. <laughs> we have to use our brains. Well, I think that's the thing like with teenagers and like young girls. Like people, it – they don't always look like that. No. People, that's – it's got to be – people need to understand. Yes. But I just think overall like good – for Maureen, good for Tarte. Like, yes, these lavish trips such as Tarte's like are not attainable for the everyday person or for the everyday brand. Yeah. But like this scenario really highlights the importance of building relationships in the influencer marketing space. And also like knowing you're not going to get anything for free. The If you want a big influencer, it's going to cost big dollars or be a crazy trip like this. I mean, you have to cultivate those relationships and you can start with micro-influencers that are doing things just for trade or for, you know, less dollars and build up, but like be relationship focused with media and with influencers and like creators have to establish trust to build a relationship with their audiences too and then they can bring them along. So like it kind of goes both ways, you know? Yeah. I think it's just so funny these influencers I'm like, when do they have this time to constantly it's their make these job. videos? It's insane. It's their full-time job. But a lot of them, I, I think it's like, I'm, I am I was in the mindset for a while of like, this is crazy. And like, why are they doing these stupid videos? Like, it doesn't make any sense. But they're doing them to like pay for college and to like pay off loans and to like have extra income. Like, it's working for a lot of people. So I'm like over the making fun oh, of how stupid it is. Oh, I think it's it smart. Is. They're making a lot of money. Yeah. I'm like, good for you. Like, I think it's amazing. I but mean, the game of life now has an influencer career, Melissa. It is a career. I would agree. No, I know. I didn't think that forever ago. It's but crazy. I, yeah. No, it's… Oh, it's totally a career. If you're smart about it. Yeah. If you're smart about it and you can evolve your influence. And you have influence. your own brand. Well, and you can evolve your influence with your life. So… You're in college, then you're getting married, and then you're a mom, and then you're like all of those. If you can take your fans along with you, I think it totally makes sense. Spencer Pratt is. I know. What the heck? I'm shopping for Tarte Cosmetics. Is he gay? Well, no, but he's just weird. He's crazy. Don't follow is him. Is he still married to the people? Yeah. To the chick? Yep. Heidi. Oh, poor guy. He gained a lot of weight. <laughs> Oh my God. Okay, you're on a rabbit hole. Um, <laughs> See, but- that's what happens. I, that's why I don't get on TikTok. But anyways, like Tarte in general, I mean, a super smart marketing moves, has made some mistakes, but has, in my opinion, made a genuine effort to correct those mistakes. They're international. They're available like all over the world. Their distribution models are um, super smart and have them being super profitable. They're privately held, so like we don't know all of the financial information, but the good old trusty internet tells me that Tarte has a valuation somewhere between $50 million and $150 million as of this year. So they're doing something right. I mean, from $19.99 to $100,000 in debt to now potentially a $100 million company. Pretty smart. Pretty freaking smart. So let me just shout out a few of my sources. I use TikTok, shockingly, Shocking. <laughs> to start. I read a great article on Elite Daily all about the Tarte Dubai influencer trip. 
HubSpot had a really good breakdown of this whole influencer brand trip as well. And that is where I got the majority of my content. Well, thank you for listening and sorry we had to take a hiatus, but you know, the holidays, we needed to focus on our families and the craziness at work, which was good craziness. Yeah. But we are thankful that we're back and excited to get back into it. So please follow us again wherever you listen to podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, you know, wherever. <laughs> All of it. <laughs> I don't think we're on YouTube, but that's a good idea. Let's just pretend. <laughs> um, and leave us a review if you don't mind. That helps big time. And our resources and everything will be at willitstickpodcast.com. Bye. Bye. Off to shop for tarts.